0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my goggle-claddened co-host. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And very unfortunately, nobody is here charming their own snake today because Bruce
1: the Tugboat is not with us at the moment. This might be permanent one day. So all I know is today will be nothing but facts and uh no interruptions and and just no stupid comments no gut feelings no stupid comments oh uh,
0: yes but we do indeed miss Bruce the tugboat for a I do miss a little bit of comic relief yeah
1: yes he he sucks um anyway.
0: this week there's a slew of fantasy matchups that we have to talk about as well as a slew of injuries. Uh starting out this oh. wonderful fantasy frenzy Thursday with a little injury report, Tua Tagovailoa is said not to be playing. Dak
1: Prescott is said not to be playing. I I figured Tua was not going to be ready. No. I I said at least a month before he's even back in action.
0: On top of that, Teddy yeah. Bridgewater is also not playing. So, uh if go. you have any Miami players that I happen to catch the ball. Actually, I do. You're probably going to want to toss them on the bench for a week. Obviously besides Tariq Hill and Jalen Waddle, because you know, they, it doesn't matter outside who's the them. You, you might as well. And even I, with I them, know. you're, you're kind of taking a little risk. You're, but you're, you're rolling the dice. You're rolling the dice. Uh Commander's quarterback. Carson Wentz is a limited participant today in practice due to a shoulder injury. And Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos quarterback, is questionable.
1: They said he had a procedure. He
0: had his little procedure done on his thumb after the Thursday night game. It's right now, from what it's sounding like, he's extremely day-to-day. So that's going to be something to watch. If you're a Russell Wilson owner, you probably shouldn't be starting him anyways at this point. But uh, obviously, if they have to go to whoever the Denver backup is, which uh, at this point I don't even know. Um, it's, that's going to bring into question what you're doing with their receiving core. Because I mean, if, uh, Josh Johnson is starting for them or Brett Ripon, Rippen, Brett Rippen, Brett
1: Rippen, Mark Ripon's uh, nephew, I believe.
0: Yeah. If that's your quarterback option, then you're definitely going to sway. I don't know who Mark Ripon
1: is. I don't wait for the Redskins. I don't he was a quarterback as
0: far as quarterbacks. I would start this week. I'm going to start off with a familiar name, and that is quarterback Tom Brady. Now, he has not been the ideal fantasy quarterback this year. He has not blown everybody away with his numbers. As it stands right now, he is only averaging 18 points a week, and he is quarterback 11. But this is my petition to start Tom Brady this week. Against Kansas City, as we all know, that's kind of his outlier game. He put up 30 points. Last week, against Atlanta... He put up 23 and a half points. Now, Pittsburgh is their opponent this week. And, yes, it is an away game.
1: they're a little decimated, especially after where they got hammered last week.
0: Correct. It is an away game for the Buccaneers, but I don't think that is going to matter. Pittsburgh has the 26th-ranked defense against passing, and I think that Tom Brady this week, now that we have – certainty on Chris Godwin's status. Uh, now that we he's establishing, they're getting into their stride a little bit. And, okay. and I think this week against Pittsburgh, Brady's going to go off to get that first official 30 of the season because so far it was a 29.35, was his highest uh, scoring week. But this week, I think it's pretty much a guarantee for Brady for 30. Uh, I don't think they're going to have an answer for Mike Evans. I don't think they're going to have okay. an answer for Chris Godwin. If anything, Leonard Fournette has not been the Massive threat out of the backfield. Oh, I think he is this week. Well, if I anything, think he is this week. If anything, I, I think Fournette does have a decent week, but I think Brady has a better one. I would okay. put the team on the back of Tom Brady this week to outscore the likes of. I mean, you got Mahomes at Buffalo. If you're if you're a Mahomes owner. You kind of got to sit there and you're a little nervous.
1: You got to think a little bit, Uh, especially when you got Juju Smith-Schuster on your team. Justin Herbert against the
0: Denver defense.
1: I actually that's another interesting
0: one. I don't know if I don't know if I feel real secure with Justin Herbert this week, but I will say this: as far as a sit goes, and y'all might think I'm crazy here. But I would think I would consider sitting the number two-ranked quarterback this week in Jalen Hurts against the Dallas Cowboys. And you might say, but he is averaging 28.2 fantasy points a week, and he's ranked number two, and he put up 30 against Arizona last week, and he put up 31 against Washington in week three, and he put up 35 against Minnesota in week two. But the Dallas Cowboys are averaging 12 points a week to quarterbacks. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys have the sixth-rated passing defense as far as fantasy goes right now. And they're 4-1. and one. And they're 4-1. and one. And this is a division game against okay. two teams that hate each other, against Philadelphia, who's currently undefeated. Correct. We'll talk more about this matchup on Friday, but I think – I think this is a
1: key matchup for this week coming. This is a key matchup for, for that division in a whole. They Listen to me. At the end of the day, you could have a bunch of these teams tied for first place. And, and I think you're going a to. A three-way tie. I-, I, think
0: Dallas, too. I think Dallas might have the answers for Philly this week. Uh, okay. With that being said, I would consider in this matchup, strictly based off of matchup, because pretty much every other week of the year, Jalen Hurts is an automatic start. But this week, I would have to consider sitting him just because I think he they, the Eagles may have met their match with Dallas. At the same token, There's one matchup this week that stands out to me bigger than every other quarterback fantasy matchup, and that is Kirk Cousins going down to South Beach at one o'clock on Sunday to play the Miami Dolphins. As I we said earlier in the episode, a shorthanded Dolphin team, a very shorthanded Dolphin team. I love Cousins. Cousins' numbers again have not been magical this year. He is the thirteenth ranked quarterback this week. Correct. He is the 18, yep. he's averaging 18 points a week, only rostered in 72% of leagues only started. Let's see how big of an idiot I am. Cause I'm rolling. I've been starting him every week in 26% of leagues. I think this week, Miami, Miami allows the 31, they're 31st in passing defense, which, and I think cousins will really, really look good this week. I think they really don't have an answer for Justin Jefferson. I think you're going to see him get the complimentary receivers involved. If anything, I think Miami's best bet to have any sort of defense against this is to make an attempt to stop Dalvin Cook
1: and make Cousins Well, Well, That's one ball. thing about Miami's defense that I think is, is is a lot better than what people are giving them credit for. Their run for. defense is better they, than they, what everybody they thinks. They played pretty well against the top teams that we see right now. There's a guy I like this week and, and i would just like to I don't normally do this, but Kyler Murray against the Seahawks defense. I think yeah. this guy, he's averaging 19 points a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, and and he's facing a defense that is not good. I'm not gonna lie to you. That one was that one was right there for
0: yeah. me. Uh 21 points a week, position rank six for Kyler Murray against the Seahawks right. defense who uh allows all, points. Like Craig's. twenty a yeah. week
1: to every quarterback.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. um, I I like that play as well.
1: Obviously, and I want to be honest with you. I I kind of like Geno Smith against their defense. Oh wow! Against the Cardinals' defense. Are you saying to start Geno Smith? this week? I I'm telling you, I, I'm just about ready to drink the Kool Aid on Geno Smith. Um, I I think he's been outstanding this year. To be honest with you, you know what? His two I, he had two incredible throws last week to Tyler. Tyler Lockett, who I I just I I was in I was in awe. I could not believe it was him.
0: Yeah, and and you know something, it's it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with them going forward because they weren't supposed to win this year. Yeah, they were not.
1: Geno Smith was supposed to be the one-year band You now know, you, they they lost their running back Penny Rashad right. Penny went down with a broken tibia. So
0: it's the Kenneth Walker it's or the Geno Smith Walker show yeah. or the. D.J. Dallas, though. Exactly. Um, another quarterback that I really don't feel comfortable starting this week would be the 18th-ranked quarterback Aaron Rodgers, averaging
1: 15 points a week against this Jets defense. Well, I'm hoping to God that him and the ghost of Randall Cobb do real good. this. You're riding. Week. I had to pick up Randall Cobb as a backup plan, and I hope to God he does well this week.
0: Well, I think against the, the Jets looked really good last week. They're coming off of a big win. They're hot right now. Um, Green Bay, on the other is hand. Has everybody
1: bought into Zach Wilson yet?
0: I think so. I think last week really yeah. showed people. Granted, Wilson didn't do much through the air last week. That was just a ground attack of a lifetime.
1: Uh, by the way, it's one of my guys this week that 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 really came out and, and showed that he belongs where he's oh, at. God. Brees Hall. Brees Hall.
0: Get to running backs in yeah. one second. But the Jets' defense is not overly fabulous against the pass, but I think Rodgers and Packers coming off of that loss in London, being a little lagged. I don't love the matchup for Rodgers against the jets. I wouldn't expect him to overperform his average of 15. So for me, I mean, 54% of people have Rodgers as a starting quarterback. I would take him and I would sit him on the bench this week for honestly, the likes of a lot of guys. I mean, Daniel Jones against Baltimore. Baltimore allows 29th most yards to points to uh, opposing res- quarterbacks. I would really, really consider that as a start this week over Rodgers. Or even the likes of, like I said earlier, Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins is a great play this week. Okay. Tell me about running backs.
1: Well, there's a couple of guys here that that I think that uh, you really consider start playing real right quick. Now.
0: Real quick. I just happened to because I keep my fantasy up here and I looked at the running back section and isn't it nice when you have not only the number one ranked running back but the number two ranked running back as okay starting running backs just well obviously
1: if any if any of you guys out there have Nick Chubb you plug him in and you just forget about it and, and, you're, and you're getting Nickler. 20 20 points a week mm-hmm. at least At At a minimum, averaging twenty one. Now with Austin Eckler finally waking up, yeah, and the last two weeks, thirty three points, really shown himself. I'm going to give you a little start of the week that might surprise some people. I like Melvin Gordon against the Los Angeles Chargers defenses. Woo! Something, one thing about Melvin Gordon, he runs hard between the tackles. Can he secure the football? He's got to stop fumbling the football. This is what's hampering him. Right I mean, now.
0: that's that's literally what cost him it cost, job after job him after his job. job. Yeah,
1: but I think he's gonna have a big week. I t- really do. I think the Chargers can be run on. I'd yeah. rather try to run against them than to throw against them. So I I really like him this week. I I like him. Of course, I like Kenneth Walker against that Cardinals defense. I think he could have a huge week. And another guy is. Ramondre Stevenson. knew it. I fucking From knew the, it. With, with him, uh, I got a feeling it's time for this guy to take over the backfield in New England. I really do. You really do. I, right? I just think people bounce off of him. And I, I, I'm not going to say because of the Detroit game. It's beside the Detroit game. I like him better than... Damian Harris? Damian Harris. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I can't. Damian Harris cannot stay healthy, and it's going to it's gonna sooner or later, it will push him to the bench. I, I agree with you there. I mean, this is the thing. You can't trust a
0: Patriots running back wholeheartedly. Correct. You do not want to th- put your whole season on the backs of Ramondre Stevenson or Damian Harris. Um, I, I'll... Tell you this much: Stevenson doesn't get hurt. That's the Stevenson's thing. a battering ram. That yeah. is the plus to him. But at the same time, don't put it past Bill Belichick to pull some guy in off the street, have throw him into a game, and have him go for 150 yards because it, it,
1: it's been done before. It's been done before, and it'll probably yeah. be done again. Uh, you talked about Brees Hall. I love Brees Hall this week. Brees
0: Hall this week against Green Bay. I love 23rd against... ranked. Rushing I know Green defense. Bay's
1: defense is good, but I got a feeling that guy came out last week. And showed everybody why he was the first running back taken off the board. Mm-hmm. And you've seen why.
0: Um I there's another guy I saw I absolutely love this week to have a huge bounce back. Okay. Um and, and realistically, this is more of a back. And Josh field. J I love Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs on a bye. I, I like
1: him against anybody. Against the bye? Against the bye week. <laughs> <laughs> um No. No, I, I'm really impressed with him. He he did a great job the other night. We really don't know who the number one back is in Jacksonville yet. Is I, you know what? It seems like ETN. James Robinson, when, whenever you want to throw the dirt on this guy, he has a he goes off for 140 yards.
0: And I think that's going to be this week. James Robinson in the last yep. two weeks has put up seven fantasy points combined Yep. Uh, after starting off by putting up 55 in the first three. Right. And ETN has been okay, but he has not blown up yet. I love James Robinson this week against the Indianapolis defense. They're the 24th rated defense against the run. I mean, if you is look at Jack the numbers Leonard playing, or is he still out? Jack Leonard is still questionable, so we yeah. don't know if he's going to be in there.
1: They gave up 30- 30. Even if he is in there, to be honest with you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
0: If you have a Jaguars running back, you got to have him in your lineup this week. For instance, the last three weeks, Colts versus running backs, they've given up 24, 26 and a half, 37 and a half, and 23 points. 23 points was to Denver without right. Javante Williams. So, right. with that said, if you have a Jacksonville back, you have to utilize him this week. Um, there's one out here that really, really, really makes my stomach churn, and that's McCaffrey this week.
1: We I, I don't know what's going on with McCaffrey. I don't you know what? I don't think anybody knows what's going on with Carolina right now. No. Let me tell you something. I think the best thing that happened to them was Matt Rule being gone. I agree. I do. I and agree. I think you might see a change in them from here on out. Well, this is
0: a couple issues that I have with McCaffrey. One, he the last two weeks he has only had 22 carries combined. That's not his fault. That's not his fault. That's a coaching issue. But he has had 16 receptions in the last two weeks, which makes you relax a little bit. He's touchdown dependent at this point, because when you are playing Christian McCaffrey, you're relying on him to get you 15 to 20 points a week. That's what, that's what you draft Christian McCaffrey for against the Rams. The Rams, the number one with the one or two or three overall pick. Correct. Yes. Rams are rated number one against opposing running backs that coupled with, we don't know what the Panthers offense is going to look like coupled with, we don't know if the Panthers are trying to trade him. Um, i That's have a the very, rumor
1: out there is that he's being
0: yeah sued. i have a very uneasy feeling about mccaffrey this week against the rams uh, again bye weeks are kicking in again you have a huge amount of draft capital invested in him so you got to kind of play him but that one makes me nervous another one that makes me nervous
1: actually there's two more okay do you have any sits i have one sit that you can take this to the house. Hit take, me. I want to see if we're on the same Najee page. Najee Harris against a Tampa oh. Bay defense. I would sit him. I would not play him. Tampa is very good against the run. No team has been able to run it down their throat yet. What the fuck is going on with Najee Harris? I love Steelers Najee Harris. I, have, I love it. I, I, I own him in a couple of my leagues and I just do not like him against that well Tampa he hasn't Bay been defense. good all year.
0: I mean I just don't like it's, him against the It's Stan awful. Eples. It's it's awful. When you drafted Najee Harris, you were expecting a top 5 running back season out of him. Here,
1: here's the thing though. He's when currently 30. Have, when you don't have a threat offensively. You don't have a threat to go downfield. They're just going to put they're going to put nine guys in the box and say go ahead and beat us. Yeah, and it, that's what that's
0: exactly what Tampa's going to do. This is it's awful. Um uh, you know what? I didn't put Najee Harris in my sits this week because there's some. I've got one of those little superstitions going on for some reason, and I don't know why, but I, I think Najee Harris could surprise people this week.
1: Possibly, if there say. if there a passing threat, with Mitch Trubisky, there was no passing. Yeah, threat. no, he wasn't going to go downfield. We we already knew this. Correct. Now, Kenny Pickett, on the other hand, guy threw for three hundred and twenty-seven yards last. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, if they as can long score. as he doesn't turn the ball over and their offensive line can open up some holes, which I, I you know what, against a different team in a different week, I would say, yeah, play him. But I, I just Tampa's defense is so good against the run. Well, that's the problem. Uh, there's another
0: one that I really don't like this week, and that's Clyde edwards hilaire Um, I, I don't know if the Chiefs just have so many people. To, to make plays. So many running backs. I mean, we saw McKinnon get carries last week. Uh, you know, Pacheco's usage went way down last week, but they're playing Buffalo this week. Edward Solaire had 20 carries against Tampa Bay for 100 yards and a touchdown, and then against Vegas, he had 9 carries for 15. You, you can't trust this guy. I get it. He's rated running back 10. I get it. He averages 15 points a week. It's... It seems like Every time you're ready to write off Edwards Hilaire, they do something to bring him back. Or every time you're ready Correct. to say, you know what? I'm starting this guy the rest of the year. He's a must start. He goes out and puts up a four or a five for a couple weeks. I don't like him against Buffalo. I don't like him I don't in like general. Period. Yeah. It's 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 a very wary situation for him week to week. I don't love that. And another one that I absolutely don't like this week is Miles Sanders against Dallas. I don't like any of Philly's offense against Dallas this week. Okay. I don't. But Miles Sanders ranked running back 12, averaging 14 points a week, going up against the second-ranked run defense. And, again, Miles Sanders, another one of those guys, 17 against Detroit in Week 1, 10 against Minnesota, 4 in Week 3, 30 in Week 4, 7 in Week 5. He's I think really, he's all over the place. He's play. all over the board. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him put up another a 5, 6, or a 7 this week against Dallas going into the bye and then come out in Week 8 against Pittsburgh and put up a 30. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I, I really he he makes me uneasy this week. But there's a running back out there that I, I'm kind of be interested in adding if I had the roster spot. And that was if you have JD McKissick out there, he's owned in forty two percent of leagues. And we're kind of watching At what point does Antonio
1: Gibson Lose his job. Well, we're watching the Antonio Gibson situation implode. It's essentially yeah, what I we're doing. I agree with that. And by the way, he is a another one of my sits this week. I don't like him against Chicago's defense. I, I just don't like him. Period. Yeah. Now that you're trying to bring this other dick Ryan in, Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson in, now you're bringing him into the picture. You got three guys there, and you don't know who they really like. McKissick's probably your best bet. Just because he's a third down
0: back. Well, McKissick is dead nuts consistent. Week one, 6.3. Week two, 9.8. Week three, seven. Week four, 7.1. Week five, 7.2. Against Chicago, he is the biggest threat to that Chicago defense running the football. Again, I don't know if I'd start him because you can't expect much more than 10 points out of him. There's not going to be a boom factor. Correct. And he has not scored a touchdown this year.
1: So he's averaging eight points a week without the touchdown. If somehow he They're find- kind of in disarray right now. Yes. Washington is in disarray. They're in disarray. I don't think they know their identity yet. Wentz is doing a great job spreading the ball around. But they haven't been able to run the ball at all. No, year. they have not. They've
0: been bad. And and I think that Antonio Gibson's really wearing out his <coughs> welcome with a lot of people. I think you can go ahead. You know, in a contract year, you think a guy would be. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the offensive line. I don't know if it's the play calling. I don't know if it's a combination <laughs> of everything.
1: He's looking to get dumped.
0: But uh, I, I like the ad of JD McKissick just to stash him and see what happens. Again, only owned in 42% of leagues. Um, I, I, I think he'd be a good pickup. There's one guy that I can safely say now, if I owned him, he would be gone, and that is Miami running back Chase Edmonds.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know what? I That's another team that the running back situation is just all over the place. Yeah. I, how do you even take a Dolphins back? He got one carry last
0: week for right. one yard. Come on. Um, And his usage has not been fabulous. His best game of the year is a 15-point game against Buffalo where he got two touchdowns. And he only had six carries for 21 yards. So if he is not getting the touch, and against Cincinnati two weeks ago, he had a touchdown reception. If he is not getting that touchdown, he is a max four-point-a-week running back. Now he's not even getting carries. They have given the running back role completely and wholeheartedly, it seems like, to Raheem Mozart. I think you can ride
1: with that. And and it's not a bad thing. I I like Mozart better than the rest of these guys. So do I. So do I. I think talent he, he's wise he's a little bit better than Chase than no Edmonds. I was
0: a Chase Edmonds believer to start out the year. I can I can Here's
1: to say about Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds can't run in between the tackles. No. That's an issue. No, he can't. If you wanted to play third down back, go ahead.
0: Um, another guy that I think it's time to give up on. Okay. Darrell Henderson.
1: I don't know what's going on with with LA period. No. And I really don't care. And I hope they all too bad. <laughs> I um, mean, especially
0: if Matt Stafford, the writings on the wall in the numbers. week one against Buffalo, thirteen carries five receptions. Week two against Atlanta, ten carries no receptions. Week three against Arizona, four carries. they're they're no not receptions. committed
1: to running the football because their offensive line is atrocious. So there's really not much they can do.
0: I mean, we just had a trade today in our league that blew me away. okay. Cam a- cam Akers. For Damian Harris, and I'm okay. sitting there thinking to myself: If you are a Damian Harris owner and you're willing to give him up to take Cam Akers in, I get it. I would drop Henderson. That does not mean I would start Cam Akers. Cam right. Akers gives me about as much agina as any other any other second string running back in the league. Because they're not running the football, and I don't right. think you're just going to have this miraculous overnight change where the Rams start going for running the ball 25 well, times. Here's a Here's
1: here's the other side of that. Cam Akers is at least a third down threat. Yes, where Henderson is not, mm-hmm. and I think that's why they did the move they did. I don't know why when they basically I think pe- people feel that in in New England that. Uh, Damian Harris with his injury history is kind of wearing out his welcome. I think so too. Yeah. But I, I he's, wouldn't. He's not that he's a bad back. He just I, I still he can't don't stay think, on the field. I don't think I would roll the way of. I, I wouldn't have done that either, but, no. you know. Hey, some not people, yet. Not at this. But people at this juncture uh, give up a little too quickly.
0: Um, anything else to add on running backs?
1: No. Actually, I just wanted to talk about. Uh, you saying how Brady is going to have his first 30-week,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'll agree with that because I think Chris Godwin is going to absolutely blow up against Pittsburgh's defense. I think, I, I Especially think- without T.J. Watt, they're not going to be able to get pressure on Brady. No. And I got a feeling that he is absolutely going to hammer Chris Godwin with targets this week. I think
0: it's going to be a big week of offense for Tampa Bay. Correct. If you are right Mike Evans' owner.
1: Uh, yeah, it's looking like a 500-yard offensive yeah. week for I Tampa. I think it's going to be big.
0: Um, Mike Evans, you own him, you're starting him. Chris Godwin, you own him, you're starting yes. him. Fournette, you own him, you're starting him.
1: Brady, you own him, you're starting him. This is going to be Absolutely. that. And this Gabriel is- Davis is another guy, I think. This guy came out of the closet last week, and, and just I, I don't know – is
0: Gabe Davis a, a? Is he
1: for real? Or I is think it just he, that much rolling coverage toward Diggs? No, I mean is, he put up he put he up that. thirty
0: one and a half points last week. Correct. Okay. He missed was it three games or he missed one game? He left game one injured. Missed week two and only had three receptions in week three. So there was an issue there with injuries. Baltimore, we know what happened with the Bills. It was kind of a shit show. He only had one reception last week. He had three receptions for 171 yards. Right. I think this point forward, you are taking him, you are starting him, and you're not thinking about
1: it. Yeah, you don't even think about it. He's going him or Diggs. Well, yeah, plug those guys in. Josh Allen is hot right now. This guy's throwing for 400 yards a week for Christ's sake. Josh I, I Allen mean, will continue to throw he'll for three, continue to 350 do a week
0: too. and it's got to go to somebody.
1: Correct. The yards have to go and to I somebody. And actually I like him against uh Kansas City's
0: defense. I do too. I, I do really too. Do. I think you're going that game is going to be an absolute fucking air raid. That mm-hmm. game is going to be like the Baltimore Miami game was. Yes. It? Yeah, I, I believe that. It's going to be too. a just a fucking I believe that shootout. too. Yeah. Um there's
1: one guy I'm really not high on this week. What about a guy to add? Have you got anybody to add? Have you got a good add for receiver this week? Um, Beside the ghost of Randall Cobb? <laughs> I don't
0: know if I would have pulled the trigger on the ghost of Randall Cobb.
1: Uh, well, yeah, on the guy I didn't like this week, well, and that if I was in any league, <laughs> my advice to drop him, Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't waste your time with uh, this guy. He can't catch... He can't do any – he can't get separation. Can't, you know what he looks like? He looks like Allen Robinson out there. You might as well fucking put him yep. in the same boat, both of them. I'm about to Put him gonna in work. the same boat, drill a hole in the bottom of it.
0: Um, there was one ad that really, really jumped off the paper to me this week, and that – especially on a bye week. Okay. Nobody's going to be targeting him. It's kind of going to go under the radar, and that's Lions wide receiver Josh Reynolds. Uh, he's only owned in 25 – he's only owned in 25% of leagues. Okay, he has 57 points, averaging 11 a week. And if you look at the numbers, they kind of speak for themselves here. Um, last week in the slaughter fest by New England, he had six receptions for 92 yards. Against Seattle, he had seven receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Minnesota, six receptions for 96 yards. He, uh, he's averaging nine targets per game over the last three. You've,
1: That's you've, without St. Brown being in there. I, that is without
0: St. Brown being in there. But I think Reynolds has established yeah. himself now as he's the... He's a clear He's the clear number option. two, correct. Yes. I don't think Sharks really much of a threat to him anymore, and I don't think the combination of Quentin Cephas and Tom Kennedy is really going to impact his numbers. I think going forward, he is a 12-point-a-week wide receiver, and if you need a guy to flex, he's there. He's sitting there
1: in 75% of leagues. It's, it's frustrating how how we're digging and digging and digging for wide receivers and, and fantasy because there's really nothing out there besides the top five guys. There's It's just a, a cluster of crossing your fingers. You're going to fucking
0: go crazy right now. Okay. I would add Corey Davis. Okay. and Well, Corey Davis is getting the looks with uh, Zach Wilson. Well, they didn't throw the ball last week. They they yeah. didn't really throw the ball last week, and and Corey Davis still had four receptions for fifty yards. Before before he was back, five receptions, seventy four yards, touchdown. Two receptions, twenty seven. Two receptions, eighty three, and a touchdown. He he's getting at least six five six targets a game. Correct.
1: He's turning a couple of those into well, he's, a big He's play. getting more targets than the rest of these guys are. Right. He's their yeah. number one target. Because well, here here's the bad part about bringing a guy like Zach Wilson back. I had Garrett Wilson, who did very well the first three weeks. And since basically Zach Wilson has been back, he's put up a five. He only caught two passes. He caught three passes last week against Miami for a 4.2. That's not going to cut it. You got a guy who you brought in to this team. And I get it. There's a lot of guys there to throw to. And not everybody's going to be happy about it, but I think the Jets need to figure something out. You don't waste a high draft pick on a very talented receiver and not throw him the football. Well, And don't tell me that Corey Davis is better than Garrett Wilson because Garrett Wilson's better than him, better than Corey Davis when he was drafted. Stop. I got some more unfortunate news for yes. you. Yes. Uh, my big sit of the week. <clears throat> is, yes. is new orleans wide
0: receiver chris alave
1: chris alave uh alave he's still questionable still questionable
0: okay uh they he was limited in practice all weeks so far it's only Wednesday, okay but he's currently rated nine averaging 14 points a week um he's playing cincinnati this week which i'll be honest with you i don't love that matchup uh you know they only aver- They're fifth in Fifth in receiver defense in fantasy. I don't love the matchup. Uh,
1: you're not going to see the Taysom fucking Hill. I'll, I'll say this about Chris Olave that people don't realize. Whoever's in there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's quarterback. I agree with he's that. He's going to put up points. He will put up 15 a week. The thing is, is he going to be able to play? The injury. And I, I don't. I don't dismiss him against any defense because he's such a good route runner.
0: The injury open. coupled with Cincinnati's defense makes me wary about him this week. Not saying I don't yeah. know if I would sit him, but he well, ma- it, it makes me the wary.
1: If he can't, you know, he's past the protocol, it's just is he going to play? Are uh, they going to play him or are they going to be careful with him and sit him? We just don't know yet.
0: Uh, another- That'll be a
1: game-time decision, I think. This is my biggest sit of the week. Okay. Hands down, you sit this guy. Well, you already got mine. Go <laughs> Who's ahead. yours? Choo-choo Smith's shoes. Choo that Smith. was a cut. Actually, you just cut him. You just get rid Don't of him. Don't sit him, him just cut him. Christian
0: Sorry. Kirk, currently wide receiver, 16, averaging 12.5 points a week, he is the number one option for the Jaguars. Jaguars are playing Indianapolis this week. What we've okay. seen out of Christian Kirk the last two weeks, though, Was against Philly, he had two receptions for 60 yards, and he was targeted nine times and only had two catches. Against Houston last week, he had one reception for 11 yards. He was targeted three times. He has gotten just eight and a half points, nine points, in the last two weeks. That doesn't spell well for me. Uh, Indianapolis gives up the least amount of yards to opposing receivers, I don't know if that's just because every time they play somebody, it's atrocious for some reason, or if their defense is actually good. I I don't know the equation there yet. But Christian Kirk this week and the Jaguars this week, they looked awful against Houston last week, period. And Indianapolis seems like they got a little momentum going right now. they're, They're kind of firing on all cylinders. I think I would sit Christian Kirk this week against Indy.
1: Okay. I what do you what do you think of this guy? I I've been kind of looking at him a little bit. As we know, the Carolina Panthers are in desperate. Fucking awful. We know that. Shy Smith. <laughs> I I something about this guy intrigues me. Last week he was targeted five times. He got four passes for 70 yards. He put 8.9 fantasy points up. Without, with Baker Mayfield running for his life on one foot. Baker Mayfield may not play this week, and Shai Smith is a big uh, secondary guy on that team as, as it comes to targets and everything else. This guy could be a sleeper this week against the Rams' defense. That is very good, but they they got to throw the football. It's, I don't think they'll be able to run against the Rams. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. It's
0: cute. I'll be honest with you. There is not one Carolina Panthers player I would have rostered in fantasy right now. I, outside I of McCaffrey.
1: Uh, uh, you got your choice between him, Robbie Anderson, who spells his name oh. differently now. Oh, well, how does he spell it now? I, I, it's just different. And then, uh, uh, who's the other kid there? Do you, uh, more? So I, I I don't know which guy. Here's the thing. Here's I the thing. I think a third guy out could be heavily targeted. If you own the other two guys won't be. If you own DJ Moore and you
0: can trade right. him and get anything back for him, now's the time to do it. Period. He's ranked 50s, averaging eight points a week. If you got a right. Panthers fucking believer out there and you could trade him for pretty much anything outside of a bag of potato chips, <laughs> I would do it. Robbie Anderson shouldn't realistically be on your roster anymore because. The only reason why you're keeping D.J. Moore on your roster is because you have draft capital in him. Correct. Robbie Anderson is essentially the exact same player as him. Right. Uh, LaVisca Chennault is is dog water. Sh- Sh- Shai Smith is the only one who has some sort of upside left. Correct. And, and if you want to take a risk on that and roster him, if you got a deep spot and, and you got the room, go ahead. Because, yeah, you're right. At some point, he's probably going to have a game. I, this week against the Rams defense, I don't know. It could go either way. He's worth a roster spot, especially because okay. I don't think DJ Moore makes it out of next week in a Panthers uniform. Okay. Especially. Uh I think they're gonna they gotta tear it down. The Carolina Panthers have to tear it all the way down. They're fucking atrocious. I, I don't mind that though. Okay. I don't mind that. Um I'll be honest with you, it's thin. Yeah. It's thin at receiver right now. And you've gotta kind of look Past that initial wave of guys, correct, and make an attempt to find
1: the next the next guy. Right. Well, that's why I was thinking of Smith. Yeah, because he's the next guy. Yeah, and you know, yeah, either him or the ghost of Randall Cobb. If there's, if you're playing in a fourteen team league like we do, there's not much left out there. On the waiver wire, except no. for Juju Smith Schuster. And if you <laughs> want to do that to yourself, go right ahead. Yeah, just go bang your head against a wall. Correct. Um tight t- ends. Let's talk about tight this, ends. This is interesting here.
0: Uh, there's two guys that stick out to me that I need to talk about real quick. If you own Kyle Pitts or you own I do Darren Waller, go ahead and I would make an attempt now to salvage
1: whatever value you can out of those guys. And try I, and move I, I've had people offer me stuff for Kyle Pitts, but it's just. It's that awful. It, it's that awful. And and I get it. I get it. I mean, some people believe there's an upside to him. I'm personally just about ready to bail that train.
0: I, I'll be honest with you. I'm about there with
1: George Kittle as well. As a yes, Kittle owner, that, I, am, that's I am another right thing there. That, what bothers me about the Kittles thing is. He's playing with the guy who's made him great. I know. And that's what's destroying That's
0: him. the only reason why I'm still holding out hope. Correct. It is, it's like Garoppolo's not even looking yeah, that way right and now. And if it's going to happen, this is the thing. They play Atlanta this week. Atlanta gives up 29th most points to, to tight ends. If it's going to happen for Kittle this year, it's got to start this week. It's right. got to start this week. Or then I am looking to shop him. But if you are the Darren Waller owner, uh, it's, it's getting kind of – iffy now because now you have an injury now you're in a situation where he's ranked 14th you're in a situation where the last two games he was only targeted a combined six times and got right. a combined seven points that's an issue he's got one touchdown on the year and the problem is is you drafted him in the fifth or sixth round right. you've got to try and salvage capital out of him now and there's a lot of other tight end options out i mean Who would think you're crazy if you put David Njoku in a Darren Waller trade or you put Gerald Everett in a a Darren Waller trade? Right At this point, those guys are more valuable than Darren Waller, and what you could get back for him would would probably help your team a lot more than having Darren Waller on the bench with an injury. The Kyle Pitts thing, I don't know what Kyle Pitts is still worth.
1: That's how awful it is. I I mean, I've had some offers, but nothing significant. I mean – what would it take to get Kyle Pitts from you at this point? From me? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. A viable roster spot? <laughs> Just uh, Somebody with a pulse? Somebody with a pulse?
0: I mean, oh, I see you picked up uh, my boy Daniel Bellinger there.
1: I'm going to tell you something. That guy impresses the shit out of me. For two weeks in a row, he impressed me, and I didn't do anything about it. Now, he was still out there. And I get it. He's not really getting any points, but he's running the football. And I think that's unique. And guys that could do that are valuable. Yeah. Guys like him. And Taysom Hill, I mean, what can you say about what he's done? Yeah, Especially if, after last week. Shit. Everybody in every league. If is you can go out and get up.
0: Taysom Hill, get him and throw him in your fucking tight end spot because he's doing things that aren't tight, tight end ish. Yeah, no. He I doesn't mean, catch passes. He had 42 points last week. Great. Travis Kelsey had 30, just playing tight end and catching 21 yards worth of passes. But outside of all of those guys, one guy that I've not bought into the hype on yet is Hayden Hurst, uh, the Cincinnati tight end. He makes me wary. He's put up 10 points against Miami in week four and 14 against Baltimore in week five. He had a touchdown in both of those games. Prior to that, he put up a one, a four and a seven, um, He's extremely touchdown dependent, but I will say Burrow is looking his way a little bit more.
1: He had six receptions in the Baltimore game. That, that's, that's the thing. When you got a guy like Joe Burrow, who has the amount of targets that he has, Yeah, there's not enough balls to go around. Well, correct. I agree with that. And, and that that makes it hard to take any of these guys on these teams. Right. And we haven't seen how much of the target share
0: Hayden Hurst is going to have I mean, have could yet. you
1: imagine Hayden Hurst if he was on the Baltimore Ravens still?
0: Oh my God! At least Fuck! You'd be getting hammered. Yes, targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't trust him wholeheartedly yet. I would not start him this week. Yeah. Uh, another guy that makes me wary this week is Dallas Goddard going up against the Dallas defense. Like I said, all of Philly against the Dallas defense this week makes me wary. I don't like Philadelphia in this game. I, I would have to think twice about giving him the start. Uh, another guy I was very high on last week was Tyler Conklin. Um. And it
1: wasn't pretty. Uh, well, like I said, new quarterback. Yeah, different, different scenario. So we got to monitor it. Great, the first three weeks. Oh, I know. And now here we go. You've got to monitor that Why situation. Why is like that? I have no idea. Yeah, I have. I could get. I get it if it was a backup quarterback coming in, like a a into a position where he's forced, like a Kenny Pickett. Right when when now with him walking in the game and George Pickens being his target because that's who he's played with, he trusts him. Uh-huh. That that's huge, and I I just think that these starting quarterbacks that are coming off of injury need to to open their eyes to that.
0: Yeah, they do. You know? I mean they got it. They there's Zach. It's just Will, so Zach Wilson should
1: open his eyes and see that this guy here is a valuable target and at least throw the ball to him. I, I agree with that. Uh, another
0: guy I would add still is Will Disley. Uh, he only put up three points last week. Um, that was that was his kind of outlier game, I think. Okay. Um, he has three games this year where he's put up over 10 points, and the thing is he's only owned in 10% of leagues. Yeah. Uh, and if you could get a tight end who will give you a 10 a week, that's really all you can ask for if you don't have Andrews or Kelsey. So,
1: uh, See, there's another guy I got out there Eric Saubert from the Browns. I said this. I, 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 <laughs> something about this guy, I like this guy. He catches the ball, he runs hard, and they are using him in a running game, too. There's something about him that I like. If Russell Wilson is viable, there's something about this guy I like. That's the problem. Is Russell Wilson at Is any Russell point Wilson this year going to be and, viable? Absolutely. Um, I don't hate there, that. All the good quarterbacks, and and y'all need to hear heed this warning, especially young quarterbacks out there. Use your fucking tight end. Don't fucking try to hammer it down the field to all you receive. Use the tight end. Nine out of ten times they're running down the field wide open. Yeah. Um, you know? If you can't throw the seam pass, then you shouldn't be in this league
0: if if you are in a league where David and Joker or Gerald Everett are available, it's time to pick them up. it's yeah. it, they're only owned in 70% of leagues. It's time to go get them. They are going to be that middle chunk of wide receivers. uh you can't trust TJ Hawkinson because he puts up one point, one point one point, 40 points. One point, one point. That's why he is as high as he is. His numbers are inflated. I like consistency out of my tight end position. That's why I think Higby or Njoku would probably be a a good ad if you're a Hawkinson owner, if you're a Taysom Hill owner, if you're a Goddard owner. Those guys would be good supplements to them going through bye weeks and if you get tired of the constant roller coaster of tight endness, yeah, it there. just
1: sucks. I, I, you know what? I, I've been trying everything to get a viable tight end. I'll trade you George Kittle. No, thank you. A viable tight end. All right, you want to talk about team defense? Uh, you got team tight defense. End pick? Who do you like this week? Okay. Here, should I start? Go ahead. Have at. I, a... I love Tampa's defense this week. <laughs> should I keep going there? <laughs> <laughs> I love Tampa. I mean, you can love Tampa's speech. defense, have you? Hey, I'm gonna tell you what else the defense I like that that I think is a little underrated, that I think they deserve a little more credit than they're getting. And that's uh the New York Jets. Who would ever think that I would say Gang Green might be back?
0: <laughs>
1: they 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 get the turnovers, they do what they have to do, and uh I've been impressed with them from uh the last couple of weeks. I mean, they're giving up a lot of points, but they're still very, very good.
0: I'll, I'll tell you, there's one that I absolutely hate. And okay. Two that I really, really like. Okay. I hate New England's defense this week against Cleveland. Uh, it, okay. Cleveland will run the ball for 150 yards against anybody. Cleveland will get oh, two or three touchdowns on the The Patriots
1: are everybody. ranked seventh.
0: I'm aware. Defense. I'm yes. aware. Um, I, I don't – Um, I can't – I can't stand – that matchup. I, I just don't think the Patriots have enough. You have to remember the Patriots defensive numbers yeah. are really inflated right now due to last yes. week. Okay. Uh, uh, Cleveland has shown me Nick Chubb has shown me and partially Kareem Hunt has shown me. They're going to run the ball for 150 yards against every, anybody. It doesn't matter who they play.
1: Right. So
0: I, I don't love the Patriots defense this week. I think they're going to get gashed in the running game. I think they're going to have a little fall off from, um, from last week's big win over the Lions. Two that I really, really like. I love the Bengals against New Orleans. I, okay. I just I don't see New Orleans doing what they did last week. The Bengals, after that two-point fucking late loss to Baltimore, they need a bounce-back game. I think they'll get it against New Orleans. Um, I just don't think they're going to allow what happened last week to, to happen again. Uh, and another one that I'm a big fan of this week. I like the Jaguars against Indianapolis. I like the Jaguars D. I do too. And we don't know if Jonathan Taylor is going to be ready to go or not. Right. Uh, We don't know if Naheem Hines is going to be ready to go or not. Yeah,
1: he's a concussion protocol. Correct. So you might be
0: with a third string running back and Matt Ryan and essentially just Michael Pittman are on the offense. And the Jaguars D has shown us at points this year they can play really, really well. I mean – Even last week, they put up six points in their loss to Houston. They put up six points against Philly, 9, 19, and 6. You know as a team defense against Indy, I think they'll get it together a little bit because last week was a bit of a debacle. I I do like the Jaguars to bounce back this week and and get you at least double-digit points for Team D.
1: Uh, Who don't you like?
0: Well, outside of New England, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the Giants defense right now is currently ranked 13th. Um, I don't like them against Baltimore. I think the Giants are going to get... I think they're going to get exposed a little bit this week. Okay. Uh, And another one that i not the biggest fan of is Denver against the Chargers.
1: I, I just... I think Denver's defense is, is nothing to shake a stick at. Agree. They're very, they're very good. Agree. But can their offense help them by... Controlling the clock no. and being on the field, I doubt it. I'm out on the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I think Austin Eckler is going to cause havoc. And what about the only undefeated team left in in the league? Philadelphia right now? against I, Dallas. I'm gonna be honest with you. I actually like their defense against
0: you Dallas. just have such a hard on for Philly that you have
1: the blinders on. Okay. Um I, I like I don't... their defense against Dallas. I don't like their offense. Secondary, a very good front seven. This is the issue. They rotate these guys in. They keep them fresh. Yes, that's great.
0: This is the issue. I don't think Philly's offense is going to play well. Okay. Okay. Am I perfect?